Hello, today we are talking about what it's like to be a young single black woman in the United States of America. So today I have with me a young professional and um, we're going to have a conversation about how this is all impacting her lifestyle and her faith and her search for a companion who True. matches her um, in not only her belief system, but some of the other components that are important to her. So I'll let you introduce yourself. Hi, and introduce everyone. yourself. Jump in, jump out. I'm just kidding. So my name is Karima. Um, I am as the lovely Miss Marvel <laughs> just introduced me as um, a single professional. I'd like to indicate that I am quite beautiful as well. Um, and yeah, because y'all can't see her on the podcast. Yeah, you can't so. see me. Um, so it sounds like she's marketing, but okay. I am marketing. I mean, you never know because I am single. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. I'm currently in grad school as well as working full-time in a middle management position. Um, and I'm single and ready to mingle. <laughs> so with that being said, um, let's talk about the dynamics of what it really is like for a successful African-American female. Um, one of the conversations that she and I often have is pertaining to the traditional values. So when you put the traditional values on deck um, in our modern day culture, which is every man for himself, mm -hmm. um, how would you perceive your um, place in just the journey to find compatibility or let's start with maybe what you're looking for. That may be um, a good place to to talk about what is important to your generation, to someone who is in a situation like yourself, you're doing pretty good for yourself, you're educated, you have a stable lifestyle, mm -hmm. um, and finding someone who fits into that. Mm -hmm. Well, I will say, um, I can't speak for all women in my situation. I think that most women are actually looking for what I'm looking for. But when you look at social media or reality TV or whatever the, whatever the case may be, it's portrayed differently. Um, so I think that most women, especially African American women in a professional um, in a professional setting, um, who are educated, who basically got it going on, for lack of a better word, um, they're looking for somebody who one can be committed, committed, you know. Um, I think that right now, I've had this conversation with my best friend several times, and it's like, you know, we're looking for red flags at the very start because we want to make sure that that person is ready for marriage. So, so you're interviewing. So we're interviewing, right. Yeah. And so that's one of the things because it's like, I want to date with intention. And so if, if we as women are dating with intention, one of the things that we want is someone who does want to settle down, someone who does want to get married. Um, I'm not saying that the person that I have to be with has to match my income. Would that be great? Yeah. Exceed me. Beat me out. I would love to stick to some of those traditional roles and, and you're the provider. 
Um, but there are other ways that you can present yourself as a provider outside of income. Um, so that's not the end-all be-all, um, but you have to work. I'm, I'm sorry. You, you got to have a job. You have to maintain a job. And you have to um, have the drive in it. You have to be willing to step outside of your comfort zone to be successful. Um, yes, I am obviously looking for some physical attraction there. You know, I, I want to be physically attracted to you, but physical attraction isn't all physical. Like, I can be physically attracted to someone after to someone after getting to know them a little bit about after learning their um, emotional capacity or their. So I need to throw a word in right here. Go ahead, throw it in. Well, two words: intellectual seduction. Absolutely. I am all. If you can keep my attention, like if you can hold a good conversation mm-hmm. and you can intrigue me. It's sapiosexual, right? With hmm? isn't that uh, sapiosexual? Oh, right. You're not, what is that? I think it. I think it's a term that's that's actually called a sapiosexual. Someone who's not stimulated unless you can stimulate their mind. Okay. Well, I'll take that for what yeah, it is. I'll take it too. But okay. I mean, I I I definitely like. I have declined interest in a lot of men because I felt like they were shallow. Mm-hmm. I can deal with a man who, you know, whatever his um, career or whatever his, you know, he has going on, it's much easier for me to deal with him if he has the ability to hold good conversation mm-hmm. with me. Because I think at the end of the day, if we're going to look at longevity, for me, that's important. Absolutely. I agree with that, but I'm going to challenge that a little bit because as someone that works so much and constantly in meetings, I'm constantly exhausting intellectual efforts on a day-to-day basis. I can recall a relationship, my last relationship actually, where it was a very intellectually stimulating relationship. However, it was too much and I know that that makes that doesn't make sense a little bit but you kind of had to be in it to see it so it well was, did it become competitive it became competitive and it felt like a chore it didn't feel like oh we're we're actually sitting down and having this this wonderful conversation and it's organic it felt like oh did you do your studying did you do so this? you're did matching you wits and constantly yeah and it's yeah. like whoa hold up wait a minute I have worked all day. I'm exhausted. I have A, B, C, and D to do. I have a a list that's out of this world for school. I have a list that's out of this world for home. I have a list that's out of this world for work. Sometimes I just want to come home and and decom. I just want to relax. You know, so I do want that intellectual stimulation, but I also want that healthy balance where we can just be in silence and enjoy each other's company and just relax. Silence is awesome. It's amazing. I think when you when you know someone well enough to just sit with them, to be in the same space, and we don't have to work for that. That is actually that to me is intimacy. That is that that, that is, is rare. That is true, true intimacy um so in the midst of all of that where does your belief system your 
uh, personal theology, what you believe, how important is that that the person be on the same page with you? Because that's another dynamic. Because when you start throwing in, okay, what, what you need in the deal, mm-hmm. um, for a lot of people, their belief system can make or break the deal. And for mm-hmm. some people, their checklist, that's so low on the deal mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter to them or they think it doesn't matter to them. I think that for me, what they perceive about spirituality um, is very high. It's very high up there on the list for me. I think I'm I'm much more of um, an accepting individual. So, so my beliefs, I don't necessarily fall into one religion or another. I, you know, we've had this conversation. I believe that spirituality is a journey, and what religion you utilize um, is the the boat that you use to reach that that destination. So how many men had they, have you had more incidents where men are okay with that or have you had more men that say no more you need are, to pick some? More that are not okay with it. They want you to pick yes. something. And those are more so from the Christian men. I've I've never had an issue with someone outside of that. Um so the Christian men are pretty much stuck to their guns. They're like, oh, oh you don't you don't believe in Jesus? Um, that's not what I'm saying. Can you wait a minute? Let me explain but it But they you. want it to be and solid. Then, and then they're like, hold up, wait a minute, I can't do it. I'm like, well, you didn't even listen to what I was saying. I never said that I didn't believe in Jesus. I just challenged you. I think that a lot of men, um, I think that because of my stance on religion, because I grew up in Islam, and then I also practice Christianity, and so I have a different view religion I think that a lot of men are, are off put by it a little bit and so sometimes when we as women especially in a feminine state when it comes to religion and we challenge the process it's viewed as confrontation now I'm not being confrontational I'm just challenging you just the, want process. the conversation I want to understand your stance just like I want you to understand my stance that's not that's not me saying oh we can't be together I can go to church and sit in the church and praise God the same way you praise God. We all have God within us. We are all on the same journey. It's just how you choose to get there. I think maybe what I what I what comes to my mind when you say that is I think from a Christian standpoint mm-hmm. That the concept of belief is so huge mm-hmm. in the frame of being a Christian. And I won't say that's limited to Christianity. Most religions want you to have a huge component of mm-hmm. belief. So maybe that's where they get stuck is if you don't believe this, how do we, what does it look like mm-hmm. to actually be on this journey together mm-hmm. with someone who doesn't quote unquote is not 100% in. Right. And, and I've seen that from from Christians that have married other Christians and one be more invested and more mm-hmm. all in than mm-hmm. the other. And it does become a point of tension down mm-hmm. the road. I, I, I agree. And I think that because there's not 100% buy-in into it on my end, um, and that's just because of the different exposure that I've had, the different teachings that I've, I've been a part of. So you really need somebody who's been exposed just a little the way bit more you cultured, are. Just a little bit more cultured in it. I'm not saying, like, like if you chose Christianity on your own, 
I fully and absolutely respect that. I, now, but just it being dumped on you and you never really right, impacted, right? Right, and and because but that, you, you think it makes them shallow. I think it makes them ignorant. Mm, say more about that. Okay, I think because um, when you're in a situation growing up, right, and you were raised in a Christian household and you were taught A, B, C, and D. Let's take nine eleven into into account where people start to look at Islam as the, as people practicing Islam or Muslims as terrorists or whatever the case may be. You're taking in other people's perspectives rather than developing one for your own. And you're using that as the end all be all. And so when you say that in, in regards to Christianity, that is absolutely fine. I fully believe that you can be a Christian and choose that. But have you done research into other religions? Yeah, because I'm, I'm always it? fascinated um, at people that assume that just because someone says that they're Muslim, that they're automatically plotting mm -hmm. something. I Absolutely. Mean, why can't they just live their life exactly. in and their it, faith and belief system? You actually, but it's been somehow kind of and maybe it is very much a, a post 9-11 thing mm -hmm. I don't know but I'm always amazed at how people just automatically assume oh they must be mm -hmm. you know plotting something you know maybe they just going to prayer exactly maybe and they just pray five times a day if you really <laughs> if you really take the time to learn about Islam then you'll know they believe in Jesus too just not in the same capacity that you believe in well Jesus. and the other thing that I tell people too is that just like in Christianity you have different denominations mm -hmm. you have different sects of Islam absolutely and I think a lot of people don't know that mm -hmm. and I you know for me it was always um, the twirling dervish mm -hmm. was always fascinating it was like I don't get dizzy because, you know, that's yep. just me because I get fascinated with some random thoughts. But, but, you know, and, and I just had this thought while we were talking. Another thing in regards to not displaying the buy-in into being like a full-on hardcore Christian to men, I think that they question submission. And I think that a lot of men don't have the understanding of what healthy submission is. I fully believe so that. So do you think that they would expect a Muslim woman to be more submissive? I think that based off of the stereotypes, they would. Now, so there's a certain type of man that may be interested in a Muslim woman just because he's thinking that she's going to be more submissive, maybe? I don't, I don't I wouldn't necessarily say that he's interested in a Muslim woman. I think he may be interested in the woman that possesses some some similar ideals. Okay. Um I'm and, just thinking from an opportunist standpoint. You know, some people absolutely. just want what they want out of the deal, right. not necessarily right. looking at what now, we bring to the table. But Now, submission is a big thing for me. I, I find submission to be a very beautiful thing, but it must... We all know, you, you know, in order to submit to someone, they have to be worth submitting to. Yeah, I have to really respect you to submit to exactly. you. I can't submit to you, and I'm. it's just problematic for me to be talking about submitting, and I'm exactly. thinking... You was really a fool. Exactly. But you I, know, I just can't exactly. submit to that because where am I following you to? I'm following you to, to the yellow store. Exactly. You know, why Why are we going to the yellow store? <laughs> you know, exactly. that kind of stuff is just like, for me, to submit says, I trust your decision making and I trust you to make the best decision for our relationship, Absolutely. for our household. Absolutely. If I can't trust you to make the best decision for our relationship, for our household... 
that's really a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me to stay invested. And that's what at I that meant point. by the by being a provider. If you can't provide so as much as I can financially, I'm not saying you shouldn't try. You should. <laughs> but I am saying that you have to be able to provide in some other capacity. And so you have to be able to Oh yeah, leave. you can definitely I I think I think our culture has made money too big in the quote-unquote provider mm-hmm. category because there are so many other ways that you can be the provider that is not necessarily the dollar Absolutely. amount. And so I think that because my spiritual spiritual journey probably, it, it doesn't look as traditional as other people's spiritual journeys um, or what someone may be used to, then there may be a question about my submission. There is no question about my submission because I fully and absolutely believe in submission. Because ultimately we believe in the same God. It's not that we believe in a different God. We may believe the way to get to God is a little different, but we believe in the same God. So how do you deal with people that say, no, it is a different God? I ignore those people. You just move. I just ignore just those keep people. It because because I, keep it moving. Just keep it moving. I feel like that that is... Um, I feel like that's that's, that's unlearned. Yeah, and I, and I feel like yeah, it's the lack of being cultured. So do you? So you don't even bother trying to unpack that for people. No. Yeah. So I, I definitely would say that at that point you're dedicated to misunderstanding what I'm saying, and so there's no committed point, to yeah, that There's like, no point yeah. in me arguing with you. Okay. All right. I'm going to keep on moving. You can think whatever you want to think. You may think, oh my goodness, Karima worships Satan. No, I don't. I worship God, just like you worship God, but because you don't want to hear me out, yeah, you're so going to develop your own I, perception. I have found that that same thing with being educated. Mm-hmm. People will make the assumption that if you're an educated black woman, that you are already got a bad attitude. You're not going to be submissive. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just going to be a problem waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, I tell people all the time, but you, you didn't get to know how I was raised, anything yep. about my values, exactly. anything about me as a person. Mm-hmm. The fact that you would jump to that judgment actually says more about your own fear mm-hmm. of something that's going on with you. And that's the clinician in me. Absolutely. I'm going, that's something that's going on in you Absolutely. that is so not based on anything that I did you know because I walked in the room and I just happened to have some letters by my name you just made a whole pack of assumptions about me and you never bothered to to get to know mm-hmm. who I am absolutely because I you know and it's funny to me because I am the country girl who does the cooking who does you know what I mean mm-hmm. all of that stuff like you oh, come yeah. to my house it's something on the yeah, stove salt water cornbread what you want yeah you know what that, you want that, because <laughs> macaroni and cheese yeah, what you I got what you got you want some pile of greens look I can put the glaze on the pie and then, you know I, put the I, glaze I, on the cake you hungry and, boo I got you yeah but I think yeah you're gonna eat around this piece because I'm gonna eat exactly and I'll tell anybody you know that's the funny thing is um you know this man attempted to um you know he was trying to test the water to see whether you know and I started I told him I said you know I'm a country girl he said okay I said I like cow he said what I said 
if you want to talk to me you to figure like out girl, honey. whether we going to have a conversation, mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to set a tay and a time where you're going to take me and I can sit down with a piece of cow. Mm-hmm. And then while I'm eating my cow, you and I can talk and I can listen to you because <laughs> exactly. I'm a country girl. Exactly. Now, I don't care what these city girls do. <laughs> On a drop of a dime, mm-hmm. and all you got to do is tell them they're cute. I know I'm cute, mm-hmm. but I also like cow. Absolutely. Because if you ain't going to buy me some cow, I know that we're not going to get to anything else. If you don't think that I'm worth sitting down mm-hmm. and having a meal with, right. I already have got in my mind that you don't value what you bring to the table enough mm-hmm. to put, invest that time. Exactly. Or, or to even understand the capacity yeah. You know, or the value that I bring to the table. And I think that ultimately in in reflecting on being um, that bossy, aggressive, black chick persona in the workplace. I think that men oftentimes don't see that at home, which is why they don't realize that, oh, we're the country girl. We can cook, we can clean, got A, B, C, and D. Well, and probably the difference is I have... I probably have a little bit of a different space in you because I don't have to be, you know, I have to stay in a more low-key mode. I get to kind of just chill a little bit more mm-hmm. than you do, whereas you have to do a lot more decision-making. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the decisions that I make are kind of on the side that people don't really see them mm-hmm. as much as your decision-making is out front. And right. so you would be in a position where people would perceive you very differently right. because you out are out front. Mm-hmm. Making, and it's not that I make any less decisions. I just make them in a whole different... You make them in a different capacity yeah. than, than I do. So yours so, are and, more on a, on a micro level. Mine's more on a macro level. Right. And so when they look at those, um, the way those things happen, you know, it does leave people with a perception right. of and, and, what... You know what you're about, which is totally like you just minding your own business, doing your job. Exactly. And so, like, what I'm what I'm picking up is that there's this um, confusion about the lines of masculinity and femininity, and and, and I think that because men may, I, I know that a lot of men say they don't get intimidated by a hardworking woman. I've seen it firsthand. Several men have been intimidated by me. Once they see me in that role where it's like, no, do this, do that, da 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 They may hear me on the phone for work, you know. And you just and, handling business and I'm just work. handling business. And it's like, I can be just as soft. I can turn it off. When I get in that car and go home, I can turn it off. You know, I can let you lead. There's no, there's no issue with that. Now, the moment that I see that you're incapable of leading, then I'll have to step it up. And then I'm going to have to kick you to the curb. <laughs> well, because, see, and, yeah. and, and I think that that's where a lot of men have difficulty separating the two because they're so used to seeing us in that masculine role. And it's almost like we as black women can't, can't we, exude well, femininity in the world. That's workplace. what I was going to say. We have already been kind of earmarked to be... The sister with her hands on her hips, shaking her neck. You Let know, me tell you what ain't going to happen, okay? Right. Yeah. what I'm so, not going to do. Um, and for those of y'all who listen to the podcast, there is a podcast that was previously done with Elder David Hall where we did talk about masculinity and femininity. And we talked about the alpha and beta mm-hmm. male mm-hmm. and how different it is for a woman to deal with the alpha male and deal with a beta male. Because yes. um, I'm, I'm very much an alpha female. Yeah, I'm an alpha. I'm an alpha female too. And I'm but, type A. 
all day. But I'm very different. Um, I, I I don't know. I think it's it's it has a lot to do with what I do for a living too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've learned how to negotiate. You know, in a way that doesn't always come across as alpha. Manipulate, but that's not negotiation. No, not manipulation. <laughs> True negotiation. Okay. I'm good at negotiation because remember, and another thing that we've talked about before is I was raised by my dad, True. who was a politician. Mm-hmm. So I learned the art of negotiation. Mm-hmm. I'm a great negotiator. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, you almost need to be. Um, intrigued if I don't negotiate because I'm always looking at my angles for negotiation. And you know, and oftentimes I, I do recognize that and I think that's the negotiator and the clinician within you because we'll be talking and then even if you agree with me wholeheartedly, you'll say, well, I'm going to challenge. Turn it on another I'm side. Challenge. Let's I'm like, turn it on you know another side. Okay, all right, go ahead and expand my horizons. Allow me to think a little bit more outside of the box. And see, a lot of men, that's a lot for them. That's, that's too much for them. That's like, can you just not think about anything and sit here and look pretty? Well, and that's what, you know, I'm like, okay, really? And I'm not even going to lie. I think that sometimes it can be a bit off-putting because I know that the last guy that I actually went on a few dates with, eh. <laughs> the last guy I went on a few dates with or whatnot, um, you know, we were talking, he was very much intrigued by how intellectual I was, like about how smart I was. And he, he would always say like, oh, you use these words and da 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 And he was like, I got to Google what you're talking about cool that's fine do whatever you need to do just so that you can understand what i'm saying but it became too much for him that's what i was going to say for a lot of men that will become overwhelming and i don't want to have to dumb myself down because i feel like i'm conforming for what so when really my well, match has to be out there dumbing yourself down for a relationship is actually being unauthentic exactly that and is I've done just that. that is just as fake to me as you know, you basically doing what we see people do on YouTube is building a whole new face mm-hmm. to put on yourself, and that is not what you look like. Mm-hmm. So if you have to be unauthentic in any way, I think you hinder where your real relationship. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, we gotta cut all of this out look, and deal with the real person. Exactly. You you're um, gonna catch me being um being being smart. You're gonna catch me. Uh, uh, having an attitude. You're going to catch me bumping into walls because I'm clumsy as I'll get out. Like, I have to be able to show you my full self. Yeah, and I think relationships are so much better when people get to... Because I come in and just as I am. I'm mm-hmm. just like... Me too. Like, I'm, pass me the chicken wings, honey. You know what? I'm, I'm like a used <laughs> car. Really. Yeah. As yeah. is. Mm-hmm. If the air don't work, take me with the windows not working and the air not working. As is. Mm-hmm. So we're Marvin, together. The, yeah, I'm the package that I am at this point. Mm-hmm. I you know, if I if you don't want this package, I will happily point you in the direction of the package you want because mm-hmm. I'm not thirsty. Mm-hmm. And whatever it was that got your attention, it's somebody else whose attention it'll get too. Mm-hmm. So I just don't have to put myself in that predicament of, oh, you know, that fear factor mm-hmm. of it all. I'm just gonna be myself because at the end of the day. If I choose to be in a relationship and I choose to wake up next to someone, I want to know that right here is where you want to mm-hmm. be. And I think 
so many women are so busy trying to check off of their list mm-hmm. this get married and be with someone mm-hmm. that they never think, oh, but what about really enjoying life? What about mm-hmm. really having the companionship Absolutely. that I want in this relationship? Yeah. I think to me that's much, I, I would much rather have healthy companionship than just than this marriage, checklist. Just to say that I'm yeah, just Absolutely. And I think that that is the thing. Because if I can't get along, you know, I'm an authentic person. If, right. I will go left on you if I don't want to be bothered. That's well, me. And, and that's the phase that I'm in currently because in all honesty, you know, I grew up with a, with a single mother. And so throughout my entire childhood and then adolescence and late adolescence and young adulthood, you know, I've been obsessed with this concept of marriage. You know, because I didn't Every see a healthy marriage. Because they've had the Barbie. The, they've had the Barbies. They have the Kins and all of that. And Disney. It, we're not even going to talk about this. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I've been obsessed with that concept of marriage to the point where I found myself in two very unhealthy relationships. Because mm. you're trying to fit this because, checklist. Because I'm trying to, to, to get it marked off the list. I'm trying to, to meet that component. So what would you say to the woman who is similar situation mm-hmm. as yourself? Who is literally at that phase and they can't get beyond trying to check this off the list to really delving into finding that companion. Mm -hmm. So I would say that having a mate, having a husband does not, uh, it's not indicative to your success, to your personal success. Um, You want to make sure that you are in the space to work towards or become your higher self, you know, before you allow someone else in your space. Because one thing that I did learn is that when I was with someone, I was growing and he wasn't. And so then there was this resentment on his end that basically just made my whole world crumble around me because of it. And, and you want to be 100% mindful of that because you're, who you are, who you are becoming, is not tied to a couple's identity. It's, it's tied to you. Now, when you meet that significant other and you guys mesh or marry, then you will then become a team. But you are still yourself. The, what, they, what, what I learned in, um, in counseling marriage. And stop watching the marriage shows. Oh, those, yeah. Those uh, bridezillas and all that. I had to. And Bachelor, too. Yeah. Bachelor, I, Bachelor. That's, oh, that's all that. very unhealthy. And then the um, Say Yes to the Dress. Now, I used to love that show, obsess over it, get my little wine, get my little, my little snacks, and just pig out and, and, and watch that show like, oh, my God, I can't wait. And then I'm crying like, oh, why am I not married? Look. God has three answers. No. Yes. And wait. It is not my time. See, my whole thing is um, I just want to be with someone I enjoy and am happy with. Yes. I, I just, you know, the checklist thing is is just done for me. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be happy. I want to enjoy the companionship. Mm-hmm. And what I learned in, in learning to counsel couples um, was this very easy concept. When you're counseling a couple, you're actually counseling three Mm-hmm. You're counseling 
the husband, the wife, and the marriage. Mm -hmm. And what each individual needs may be very different from what the marriage needs. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's the place of conflict. Where where, where you have yeah. to you have you have to negotiate Absolutely. and navigate that well. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm going to stop here because we have gone over the time Ooh. that I said we would go over. We sure did. So we will definitely revisit this as new topics come Absolutely. out. Um, I appreciate you taking the time. No problem. To, um, Thank you for having with me. Us. And so you have heard our conversation with a single black female on dating. Um, she's helping me hash out some of the things that I'm working on as I finish up this book and get ready to do the workshops. So thank you for the shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So there's, um, there's a lot to be said and this conversation will come back. Um, feel free to add your comments, your thoughts and your questions. And we'll be back to continue this conversation yes. another day. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. All right.